Yo, 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 it's your homeboy, Lim Houston on the mic. My voice is kind of broke right now because I've done so many classes this week. So the voice is, and you know, you know your boy gets turned up when it comes to cardio funk, SWAT, whatever I do. I just do it 100, 100. But I am your podcast host on the podcast known as Nosy. And this is a special podcast today because obviously it's 9-11, a special day remembered by so many around the world, but especially to us Americans here. Um, But I wanted to talk to you before I talk about my experience um, with 9-11. And I remember details and I felt so nervous and scared, but we'll get into that in just a minute. But I want to give you a heads up. I'm getting ready to do a podcast with a woman, 27-year-old woman by the name of Lauren Vaught. And if many of you have not heard about Lauren, you're going to hear more about her tomorrow. She's a young lady that I follow on Instagram. And she is one of the most real people that I've seen virtually. I have never really had a full interaction with Lauren. She did come to Red Clay Cider Works um, to do cardio funk about a month ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. But we had a brief interaction because she indicated that her boyfriend is opening up a brewery somewhere else and that he might be interested in having cardio funk come there, so on and so forth. All right, so I thought, all right, cool. Got her Instagram information. And so I started reading her post on Instagram and she does have a website and a blog. It's called one strong B like, like a bumblebee one strong B spelled B E E dot com. And if you go to the blog, it's backslash blog. So if you want to visit the blog, you just put the blog part in well, or hit her up on Instagram at one strong B and you can look her up kind of like I did. So yeah, I did a little bit of stalking and she has such an interesting story and I can't wait to get the full fledged story, but just to give you guys an introduction, she's 27 years old, already a widow, right? And that in and of itself is a trip, but then she goes into her own personal stories about her eating, her exercise, even things that pertain to sexual shaming and stuff like that. So it's going to be an awesome, awesome podcast. I hope you blow it up and share it with your friends. You should be sharing this podcast anyway with your friends because I've had some real interesting guests and I tend to think what I talk about is interesting as well. But anyway, her name is Lauren Vaught. The her web address is one spelled out O N E S T R O N G B E E dot com. Visit the website one strong dot com. All right, 9 11. Now, obviously, I my the folks that I cater to are around my age range, so a lot of what I'm going to share, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to it. But when 9-11, my experience with 9-11 was this. 
I was working at the Hartford as the t- at the time. And let's see, my daughter Jalen was, let's see, one or yeah, getting ready to be one because her birthday's September 22nd. So in 11 days, she she would have been one. Well, I was at work and somebody came out and said, so a plane has hit the uh, trade towers in, in New York City or had hit one by that point. So like all business stopped and TVs were being pulled out and we're all sitting there watching TV. So imagine there's probably about 60 to 80 employees sitting around watching TV and seeing that one of the towers was on fire from the first plane. Then we saw live the second plane hit. Everybody starts freaking out because nobody knows what's going on. And so, you know, the reporting about we are under attack, who's doing this, you know, it was just, it was pure terror in everybody's heart. At that point, upper management said, hey, everybody go home, go get your kids or do go, go be with your family. And so I remember grabbing my stuff and sprinting as fast as I could to my car, getting out. I needed to first get my son Desmond from uh, school because he was in kindergarten at the time. Excuse me. So I rush over there. I get him. My ex-wife had rushed over to the daycare to pick up Jalen. And so we get home. And it's like pure anxiety at its highest level. And the way that I was raised um, as a Jehovah Witness, you look forward to kind of look forward or you kind of fear the term Armageddon. And at that point, I did not know if Armageddon was starting, but I was really, really nervous, really, really scared. Um, And with us being the second largest banking city behind New York City in America, there was a lot of anticipation that something might happen here in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was, it was the worst feeling that I think I've felt. And I think a lot of people can relate to it. You had every American, didn't matter what color you were, didn't matter if you were gay, straight, nothing all in the same gang when it came to being fearful, being terrified, not knowing where the hell this shit is coming from. You know, you feel me? Did you remember feeling that way? The pure sense of helplessness. Like you just don't know what's going on. I think that would, I, I wish there was a pulse that we could have put on that day when it came to what really mattered in life. It didn't matter if a person was black. It didn't matter if a person was whatever, male, female. All that mattered is we all need to figure out what the hell is going on and get rid of whatever is looking as a threat to us in our society. You know, and so like 9-11 you know, revisiting that feeling right now, talking on the podcast, it really should help everybody reflect on that piece. Like there is nothing in this world that 
should ever support hating people at all, at all, at all. Because in our purest form, we want to feel safe. We want to feel loved. And I think, you know, that piece of American history did temporarily bring people together because it didn't matter. Once we knew that that attack on the Trade Towers was it, and then the whole thing was like, okay, how do we all help rebuild the Trade Towers? Or how do we all help, and maybe not rebuild, but help in any kind of capacity? And again, it did not matter what you identified with. And so today's podcast is to re-emphasize that. Today's podcast is meant to uplift and help everybody see that through tragedy, nobody gives a crap about specifics on who you are and, and hating you. And, you know, we're in a society right now where we've seen mass shootings at an all-time high, probably. I mean, this whole whole summer has been so stupid with all the massive shootings and all the, 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 the hate for one reason or another. And if people who are alive and could remember were old enough to remember how 9-11 felt, there should be no reason at all that we should have these kind of things going on in our society. We forget how helpless it felt to be in a situation where we did not know where the attacks were coming from. It was you know, there have been attempts to blow up the World Trade Center before, right? If you're old enough to remember, I want to say it was 93. It was maybe 91 or 93. I can't remember. But there had been an attempt to have, I guess there was a, a, a bomb put underneath one of the trade towers and it went off, but it didn't really do any damage or that much damage. And now we have that being revisited in 2001. One and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, what the heck is really going on? But, but, but going back to that point, we all banded together and wanted to get those terrorists and deal with them because we finally found out who it was that did all that stuff. So everybody who was an American citizen, everybody from people in Alabama, people in New York City, California, we were all on the same page and on, on the same fight of, hey, let's get these suckers and, and get at them. They can't come over here and do that stuff. But now we don't have that threat necessarily, or we still probably do. But it's really sad that we, we terrorize our own citizens that were in a situation that can recall the terror and the emotional turmoil that 9-11 put on all of us as Americans. So it's just, I wanted to bring up that point and make sure I emphasize on today's podcast that I hope that we do sit down and think about all the things that we have control over. See, because that we didn't have control over that. That is terrorism, outside terrorism. But we have daily terrorism in our country that doesn't get addressed. All these guns that are out there on the streets that we're, we easily any of us can get and just walk in the mall if we want and shoot people up. Or, you know, a lot of these things that has happened in our recent American culture with Black Lives Matter and the police shootings and all this stuff. 
it's a it's it's to me a terrible situation when you know I recall 9/11 and how fearful that was for me but you know in recent events I'm more fearful of going out and supporting a gay pride event you know we recently had a gay pride event here in Charlotte and I do have associates and friends that are gay and more than likely I you know I I don't mind going out and cracking open some beers and chilling but you wouldn't see me there at all period point blank now not at all big crowds don't appeal to me and it's a shame because I'm limiting myself to some of the fun aspects of Charlotte because I don't want to be in a situation where a fool who is has hatred towards gay people just rattles off bullets and I'm caught up in the crowd. I don't want to go to the DNC or the RNC, what is it, the Republican convention. I'm not a Republican, but I wouldn't want to go to that if I was. I wouldn't I don't go to CIAA parties and all that stuff. Nothing but bad crap happens at or could potentially happen at those events in my mind. And that's the kind of terrorism that we have right now. We have that every single day in America. People can't even go to Walmart without and shop for their kids' school clothes or school supplies without getting shot up. You can't go to a damn festival without getting shot up. That's terrorism. That's current day terrorism on a much larger scale than 9-11. It needs to be addressed. Guns need to be out of the hands of people who are like you and I. Assault rifles. There's no cause for you and I to have that kind of stuff at all. I mean, you want the right to bear arms? Okay, cool. You want to have a handgun? You want to have a rifle to go hunting? There needs to be a real purpose behind it, not an AK-47 or a powerful assault, assault rifle that even the police might not carry. So that is what I'm talking about. We need to get more united in the front of current American terrorism. Current American terrorism is, to me, much more scary than even 9-11 was. And I remember how scared I was at 9-11. But we can all band together. We can all live better lives, feel more at ease if we do do something together as folks that live in cities across America that want to see that kind of stuff not impact our society. I want to be able to go to an event and feel comfortable that some fool is not going to pull out an assault rifle and shoot me up. I can't go to Las Vegas and go watch a country concert because some idiot fool is shooting from a hotel room. It's ridiculous. It is, it is current day terrorism and our own American people are doing it. That is all that I have to say about my experience from 9-11 and how I brought it to the current state of affairs. I cannot wait to have a conversation with Lauren Vaught. Again, her website, onestrongb.com. It's spelled O-N-E-S as in Sam, T-R-O-N-G-B as in boy, E E. Or visit her blog by just putting a backslash blog on the backside of that website and you'll see her blog. Or get on Instagram 
one strong beat. I cannot wait for our conversation tomorrow. I'm sure you you can't wait either. Have a great day. Uh, let's remember 9-11 and move forward in a positive way. Peace out from your boy, Lim Houston.